We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I missed the time anyway, but yeah, I was hoping. I'd have given it to you had it happened in that traffic yeah, report, Josh. I, was, I, was I would have given it to you. You're gonna, you're gonna let it go. I would have given it to you. Uh, back in on a Monday, along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Jed Marshall in for B-Dub today. Producing. Take away your feelings on the quarterback. That's hard to do. I know it's hard to do. Which situation are we talking We're about? We're talking about the number one pick in the Bears. They need a quarterback. They should take a quarterback at number one. But again, t- again take away your thoughts on that. Okay. Because I, I, I've been telling you, it doesn't matter what you think. I know. They, they think they have their guy, and they didn't want to pick at number I, one. I mean, I hate to say this. I'm right. They're wrong. But they got a great haul, I think, for the number one pick. Getting out of the number one pick, you'd have given this to me in 2013. I'd have taken it in a heartbeat. Well, DJ Moore wasn't playing in 2013, so you couldn't have done that. Well, I could have got a wide receiver, I'm oh, saying. Oh. I'm not being literal here. Um Remember in 2013, though, no takers for number one. Like, nobody, there was not even a, a whiff of anything. Anybody wanted any part of the, the, the Chiefs. Chiefs couldn't give away the number one pick right? if they tried. It was like terrible. Like, you can have it for nothing, and people are like, man, yeah. I'm not interested. Yeah. They made out fine, though, with that number one pick. They I mean, did. they they got, a, they got a mainstay at left tackle, regardless of how yeah, much my was, wife hates Eric was, Fisher. I take him today. It, it, it worked. But imagine getting a haul like the Bears got. I would have taken that in a heartbeat. So the Bears. The swap. problem was we had no quarterbacks coming out in 2013, other than your guy Geno Smith. I mean, and and that's and look, been, that's what people drool over. All it would have taken was 10 years, and he'd have been just fine. He'd have been just fine. Uh, so the uh, so the Bears swap out of one with with Carolina Panthers. They move to number nine. Mm-hmm. You, still get, you can still get a great player there, right? Non quarterback. Yeah, it is the Bears. Great player. I mean, I'm not saying they won't screw it up, but I'm saying that that's a it's a great haul. Uh, a second round pick this year as well. Mm-hmm. A first rounder next year. That's good too. And a second round pick the year after that, and a wide receiver who's got three thousand yard seasons in five years, had seven touchdowns this past year. And DJ Moore. That's a nice haul for the number one pick when they weren't going quarterback. Right. Exactly. Like, that is a really good haul. Yeah. But you got to make those picks count now too. You can have a nice haul and then f up those picks, right? Oh, I mean, we, we we've seen that happen a certainly. long they can, time. They can botch this whole thing, but right. if they weren't going quarterback, that's awesome to get out with that. Oh god, with yeah. That haul. They, yeah. they did they did really really well. There's for even talk of Carolina trading now the number 1 pick and and even getting a bigger haul for what they have right now. Uh, uh, let me ask you this. I, I don't, don't want to say I play dumb because I am dumb, but I, I look at, at DJ Moore, right? Really nice wide receiver, right? If you're Carolina, the MO would be that you're going to draft a quarterback at number one. Who he throwing to? <laughs> That's a, it's a valid question. It's a valid question. Why would you trade DJ Moore? Now, I understand. Look, Chicago needs some weapons to help out Justin Fields, who is not very good at quarterback. Um but if if you're Carolina and you're trading up to number one to get a quarterback, don't you want a really good, reliable wide receiver? This is a copycat league. When the Kansas City Chiefs turned the reins over to Patrick Mahomes, they signed Sammy Watkins because they went young quarterback, never had success in this league, hasn't really played much in this league. Let's get him a veteran wide receiver so we can make sure he's got somebody reliable. Now, the Chiefs didn't need Sammy Watkins, obviously, because Patrick Mahomes turned into, you know, the greatest thing we've ever seen play the quarterback position. Odds are whoever the Carolina Panthers take at quarterback number one will not be in the same level of Patrick Mahomes. And having a guy like DJ Moore alongside who, as you just read through the stats, 3,000 yard receivings, seven touchdowns last year with the Baker Mayfield experiment or whatever it was down there. Baker Mayfield, and, Sam Darnold, PJ Walker. Yeah, with, with that with that experiment, like, I look at that and I go, wow, maybe Carolina is going to trade out of that number one pick and get more picks back in return. But if you're bringing a rookie quarterback into this league at number one overall, you want to put him in position to be successful. In my opinion, DJ Moore is one of those guys I would want on my roster. 
That's just me speaking here yeah, they traded in terms their, of watching what the Chiefs did, yeah, right? they traded their number one guy. They traded yeah. their number one guy, and you're going to draft a quarterback. Who are you going to use to be the guy that he can count on? Because DJ Moore was a guy that you could count on. That was a guy that you knew would be there for you, would be there for the quarterback, and then you just traded him. So to me, Carolina's got a lot of work to do if they're still drafting a quarterback number one overall. They still need that veteran wide receiver. That is legit. I don't know where they're going to find a DJ Moore on the free agent market or in a draft right now, but you've got to find somebody that can give that rookie quarterback every opportunity to have success. Yeah, LaVisca Cheneau Jr. That's, that's who. Terrence Marshall Jr. That's who. Shy Smith. That's who. You're not... You're not just leaving the covered bear, Bob. They combined for four touchdowns last year. And, hey, they were over 1,000 yards. The three of them. So I don't don't know. I don't know what you want. There's a reason I'm silent on this one. I know, I know. I had to look. I was like, what is their depth chart at wide receiver? That's well, why right. would you know the Carolina Panthers' depth I, chart? Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't, right? No, they got rid of but you got, Anderson, you, and I didn't, didn't barely remember DJ. Oh, yeah, DJ Moore. That's but right. you, you got rid of your best weapon, and you're allegedly going to draft a quarterback number one correct, overall. Correct. Yeah. Your job as an organization is to put people in position to be successful, right? That's yeah, the yeah. number one job as a coach and a general manager. You just traded the only weapon that you had. Right. And you're going to draft a quarterback number one overall and give him a bunch of nobodies out there. And then when he falls flat on his face, they're going to go, he's no good. Who did he have to throw the ball to? That's a big problem for me. It really is because you you wonder why organizations suck. And you wonder why they're stuck in the mud. You wonder why the Carolina Panthers are the Carolina Panthers. Because while that's a great haul for the Bears – You just emptied your cupboard and you're turning the franchise over to a new coach and a quarterback that you don't even know yet. Correct. And you're going to say, come in here and start winning games. And in the NFL, there is no room for rebuilding anymore. It's hit it and quit it. I mean, hate to say it. Everybody sees what Patrick Mahomes did immediately out of the gate. Travis Kelsey was there. Sammy Watkins was there. He had some guys around him that were veteran players that he could turn to if need be. Now, he didn't need to do that, right? He was phenomenal on his own. Odds are this guy that Carolina drafts ain't going to be in the same ballpark as Patrick Mahomes. And he's going to learn around and go, LaViscus Chenault, that's the guy you gave me? How am I supposed to have success when my number one weapon is Leviticus Chenault? Something like that. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HD2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. I'm just going to tell you, man. Be so thankful for what we have. And then you, when you trade up to one as well, and then everybody's going to tell you it's got to be Bryce Young, right? The, well, that's what they're saying, time, yeah. I think at this point in time, everybody's going to tell you it's got to be that. But what if he's not your guy? What if you he's know? not your guy? Yeah. What if you like now, Will Levis? Now you're the now the now the pressure's on you to go against that grain mm-hmm. and then have to do that. Right. Yeesh. And And also, when you go against the grain, sometimes it misfires. Absolutely does. Mitchell Trubisky. What if you go out there... And you and you don't, or you do make a trade, right? Say you say you do trade out of that number one again. Do you think you're going to get back what you gave up? I wouldn't think so. No, uh-huh. <sighs> I think you'd have a hard time getting everything I, back. I think they're having buyer's remorse yeah. because as soon as the as soon as the trade was made, the story came out that they may try to trade again, right? And that's Carolina leaking that story. You have to ask why that story's out there. Who could have possibly leaked that story? Well, who the hell else is going to leak that Carolina would want to trade the number one pick other than some stooge of Carolina, right? So they put that story back out there to see what kind of offers they can get because they realize, man, we just gave up the farm for a quarterback that we may not know is any good, and we don't have any weapons for him. Uh, Can we hit the eject button? How do we get out of this? That's all right. Frank Reich's got this. Whew, man. Frank Reich's had no problem. Playing with no quarterbacks. Or I mean, stuff. my God, Frank Reich is looking around going, my goodness, what do I have to do to get a quarterback in this league? <laughs> Trade up to one. <laughs> That's but that doesn't even guarantee you <laughs> no, anything. You still have a lot of holes on that it roster. Doesn't. Eh. It doesn't. So good job by the Bears. We'll see if you screw it up.
Uh, you have found somebody you want the Royals to uh, to sign. Well, there's this dude that was pitching for the Czech Republic in World Baseball Classic the other day. I, I don't know if you caught the Czech Republic game. I can't. It's safe to say I did not. The the Czech Republic facing Japan. Definitely and, not. And this guy. Well, I'm guessing that one was on the like right smack dab in prime time, right? That was like a, they had a good TV window. I, I don't unlike, know. Unlike USA Mexico. Right. It was they on probably, FS1. They probably had this one like boom right there. USA Mexico, a game that will help baseball. Let's put it at 10 o'clock at night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Andre Satoria is five foot eight. He plays for the Czech baseball team. Okay. He works as a technician for electricity company. He struck out four players from Japan, never threw harder than 79.3 <laughs> miles an hour, and struck out Otani. <laughs> like, you talk about the EFAS pitch, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the type of player that the Royals need mm. to sign. Mm. This is the guy that the Royals need to go get right now and was sign he, this guy. Was he uh, uh, rating up the – what was their thing about uh, throwing balls in the strike zone? Was it like a rating the zone or whatever they were doing? Well, guy, raiding the zone. Yeah, well, the zone? No, I mean, he had Otani chase strike three. It was a, it was a, like a drop third mm. strike, and they had to tag him out. But struck out four players from Japan while never throwing harder than 79.3 miles per hour. If I'm John Sherman, I'm like, hey, why aren't we in on this guy? Plus, he does, you know. He's, he does electrical, electrical work. Stuff, yeah. yeah, if like the power goes out, this guy could fix it. While they're waiting for the new st- new stadium. Right. It's probably some stuff that needs to happen to the old stadium. To Correct. Keep, the stuff. keep, keep the he power going. Yeah, this guy can do two birds with one stone. Right. Let's go. Andre Satoria. Uh, O-N-D-R-E-J. Hmm. Andre, I guess Andre Satoria. 5'8", man. He, I mean, he had Shohei Otani twisted. Hmm. And the dugout was very happy. I'd rather have this guy than like Jonathan Bolin. Wow, that's unnecessary. <laughs> that just felt very unnecessary. Well, I mean, he was just sent down. I just saw the name the other day. That's oh, why okay. it's kind of on top of oh, mine. Okay. All right. But I mean, who would you rather have? This guy who's an electrician or Jonathan Bolin? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been telling you now for how many weeks the minor leagues is the biggest waste of money in Major League Baseball. 10% of minor leaguers make the big league roster. Meanwhile, we got an electrician in the Czech Republic that's mm. out here dealing. Mm. 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 Four strikeouts in that game. He threw so slow, he was hard to hit. That's right. Yeah. Who cares what that's speed off, you are? Keep, I'm just keep saying you guys off balance. Keep you off balance. Those are the great ones. Mm-hmm. Gaylord Perry didn't have a lot of heat. You think you're so good? Just 79.3 here. 79.3. Let's see if you can hit this. Boop. Just falls into the strike zone. Doesn't even get to the plate. Little Ephus pitch going on out there. Hey, when you're seeing 95, 95, 95, boom, 79.3, that's going to tie you up. It's going to be like Bugs Bunny swinging at pitches up there. The Royals need to get that guy into surprise right now. I'm just here to help the team. I'm here to help the team. This guy seems like he could help the team more than many of the other gentlemen we have. You know what would be great, though? You have him backing up. Or roll this Chapman or vice versa. There you go. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And rolls Chapman throws like 110. And then this guy comes in and throws 79. Yeah, 79. Try to deal Boom, with that. change speeds yeah, on you. How's forget, that working out? Forget the righty lefty stuff. Yeah. It's uh, how about a, like a, you know, 20 something mile an hour difference? The fact that this guy is a technician for an electricity company makes it even better. Yeah. He's just here. He's here to win. He's there for the team. Yeah. Yeah. He had to get time off for this thing. Mm-hmm. He had to re- literally legitimately request time off to play in the World Baseball Classic. Right. He had to get his vacation approved. He might have been fired, for all we know. You're not taking time off yeah. to play baseball. Do you know how big time of the year this is for us at the electric company here? Yeah. This is big. Well, I'm going to go play in the World Baseball. We don't care. We don't, you're, you're fired. Well, fine. Got power outages all over the place this time of year. You're not going anywhere. Spring storms, man. What, are you going to go out there and throw mow people down? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna, I'm I did. Gonna go, I'm going to go strike gonna go, out Otani. Yeah, I'm going to go strike out the best player in baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure you are. Sure you are. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. don't expect your job to be waiting for you to come back. Yeah. Good luck, Mr. Satoria. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll hold your job. You strike out Otani, you come back and talk. Yeah, we'll give you a raise. Andre Satoria is strutting into the office. His belt his belt on. Yep. Just struck out Otani as he puts yeah. out a cigarette. Yeah. I'm done climbing light poles. I'm this guy better be picked up. Somebody needs to give this guy I'm a looking camp. For the Royals, like, yeah, okay, okay. You had us with you're going to strike out Otani. Don't don't tell us you're going to go to the Royals too. Now Which pitching number really thirty seven, mm. Andre Satoria for the mm. Kansas City Royals. Andre Satoria, mm. who? 
Oh, it's nice. Uh, Deshaun Watson restructured his contract this morning. Oh, he did? Yeah. Creating $36 million in cap space. That's big of him. He realized he was stealing money. Yeah. Still getting his money. But yeah. yeah. Just getting it differently. Differently. Yeah. Helping out the Browns. I guess he does owe them, though. You, you think? That'd be the case. That's if thing. anybody should restructure a contract, it's that, that guy. guy. Probably so. That's the latest from the NFL at the moment. Uh, legal tampering is underway at 11. Mm-hmm. So by 11.01, we expect stuff to be going down today. At 11.02, people will be freaking out. Why haven't the Chiefs signed anybody? Uh, so you entered one of the realms of hell this weekend? Is that what I understand? <laughs> I, 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 I did. I, I had no idea what I was getting into this weekend. Okay? My wife out of town again two weekends in a row. Um, and my daughter had a gift card for Lululemon. Oh, and she gosh, goes, that's She goes, will you take me to Lululemon? And I said, okay, fine. It's a $50 gift card, so immediately that's a bill. Yeah, because you're not getting anything yeah. done with the 50 no, bucks or something. No, yeah, that's a, that's a bill for pops, right? So right, I'm like, right. all right, fine. So, so in addition to you having to go there, right. you'll also be outlaying some of your own money. Correct. In order for her to use her $50 gift Correct. card. Correct. Now, she found something for $68, so it wasn't, you know, all right, fine. I can handle an $18. One thing. One thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing. Some some shirt, you know, $68 for a shirt because you got the logo on it. So... We get to Lululemon, and the parking lot's empty. And I'm like, all right, this is perfect. Nobody's here. It's daylight savings time. People forgot in and out real fast, right? And I look at the store, and there's like a woman standing there. And I'm like, what the hell? Maybe it's not open or whatever. I said, all right, let's go to lunch first and then come back. And my older daughter looks it up. She goes, well, they open at noon. It's 1156. It's only four minutes. And I said, so you want to wait? I mean, we could go eat and come back. And, you know, she goes, let's just wait. I said, all right, fine. So we waited the four minutes for the store to open. And from the time she said it opens at noon, from 11.56 to noon, a line must have formed 10 to 12 people deep waiting for this store to open like it was a toy store on Black Friday for Cabbage Patch dolls. And I went, oh, my Uh, God. I'm I'm in it. I'm out. So I went to a store next door to it or whatever and killed some time in there while they were in the Lululemon I went back there because I knew I would be, you know, paying due on this bill that I was given by my sister. Thank you very much. Um, inside, I looked around you and it's got to go a hundred bucks. Well, for that store, you do, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're truly doing it as a gift, right? You're not doing it to screw your brother over by saying, "Here's a fifty dollar gift right. card for your daughter." Now you got yeah. a bill. Yeah. Um, no, you gotta, you gotta do that. But inside, you gotta go hundred. The sis. if you're looking for like the depressed husband father headquarters of Johnson County, <laughs> the Lululemon store is it. Uh. It is it. It is unbelievable. Fathers just walking around, knowing, looking at you, nodding. They know you're there for the same reason. They're there just to foot the bill at the end. And it, I mean, you would have thought they were giving. People are lining up to spend 120 bucks on a pair of sweatpants. But I thought, like, our economy was tough. And whatever. Well, and, and that's the other thing. <laughs> a- 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 anybody who's telling you recession's coming is full of it. It's the media creating falsities. Plenty of people are spending. These people were spending like it's nobody's mm. business. Oh, recession, my ass. That's, that sounds <laughs> Have terrible. you been anywhere where people aren't spending? I don't think so. Have you walked in anywhere and go, wow, I could definitely feel the recession's coming. This place is empty. No. No. Going everywhere and they're like, prices are up and everybody's still spending. And everybody's still spending. (laughs) We we talk about the World Baseball Classic last night. Two locations, Phoenix and Miami, both standing room only. People are spending money. For that. For that. Right. People are spending money. I don't want to hear about the media creating some nonsense Oh, the recession. They're only saying it to get you to watch and to get you to panic. That's what the media does. They lie about the weather. They lie about the economy. And they lie about everything else. Speaking of that, the Battle Hawks sold out again. 38000 yeah, in St. Louis to watch that. Yeah, there's a recession, all right. People are spending money to watch XFL football. Well, people in St. Louis are. Yeah, they are, yeah. Is that am I supposed to be sad by that? I am, like how, I how am. you I, I am too. I don't understand. I it. feel bad. Like they think that's something good. I don't understand why you would why you do this to yourself. Right. You're spending good money to go to these games too. Yeah, it ain't cheap. No. These are these are a forty dollar ticket to go watch guys who aren't good enough to be on practice squads. 
That's correct. Sounds awful. It does. Doesn't it sound terrible? But also recession proof. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just sports, man. People spend, they're spending $120 on sweatpants like it's nobody's business. Mm. God, I mean, it is, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I sent you a picture. These people are lined up outside. Like, I thought maybe they were giving it away. Like, it was a one-minute sale. Anything you could grab was free. And they open the door. These people are running in. (laughs) Give me that cabbage patch doll. Having worked in retail for a while, the person who lines up outside the door before the store opens, that's unacceptable. Where did you work? Uh, So I worked at a few different places. I worked at Abercrombie & Fitch, which is, you can totally tell by my attire now. Right, yes. And I managed a UPS store when I first got out of college. People lined up for the UPS store? Oh, yeah. Why? Because they needed to mail their packages, apparently. It was so, it was the worst. When you get there at 745, you're getting the store set up. Right. Open at 8. 7.57. 7.57. You can wait the extra three minutes. Well, and it's that the was the worst. other thing. These people are waiting, and, and nobody's opening the door at like 11.58. No, because no. You, they, you, what's the point? Right. An extra two minutes of work? I'm not getting paid for that. Not no, going to a yeah. place accidentally not knowing it wasn't open I didn't open know it yet. wasn't open at noon. How the hell do I know what time Lululemon you know what I mean? opens, right? But I wrote right? somewhere, and, like, and then like, okay, we'll wait for for five minutes for Chipotle to open. Right. I didn't realize it wasn't. I thought they were open at 10.30, and they were open at 11.00. But I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna be one of the first ones in. And, but I feel bad about it. Right. I felt bad about it. They're like, well, I'm not gonna drive away and then come back in a half hour just to. You kind of feel dopey. Yeah. But I'm like, I thought it was already open. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of one of those where you kind of feel bad. I don't want to. I don't want to be the first one in though. Right. I, I I think you know yesterday was just they were they were ready to go. I was ready to go. We had showered. Getting everybody ready is a task at times. Everybody was ready. We got the car. We drove. And I was going to go to the one, uh, you know, on the plaza, but I'm like, eh, this one's closer, whatever, fine. And so I get there, and, like, the empty parking lot, I was so excited. When we left, that parking lot was packed. People were not paying attention. They're driving all over the place. I mean, a $120 pair of sweatpants will make people nuts. Mm, mm. Yeah, you should have passed on that one. How the hell did I know? No, I no, just, I'm saying you should have passed. Like, um, why don't you go with your mother? I'm sure your mother wants to go to that store. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure she did. Right? Why don't you Why don't you wait and go with yeah, her? Have your mom raise you Although, for a little while. That bill might have been higher, so maybe you got away with maybe. But I told my wife, I said, "It's time for you to get back. These kids are like a money pit." Yeah, yeah, they know the sucker. They know the sucker. Oh it's yeah, you. right. And then it's I you. found my daughter last night. She's online selling stuff I bought at Lululemon two months ago. Oh, I sold those blue shorts. I never wore them that you purchased for me. <sighs> We're splitting the profits, right? What? What? You get your cut of this, right? You bought these shorts like at the at the end of the Christmas holiday season. Wow. You never wore them, and then you sold them online last night? And kept the money yourself. Wow. God. Entrepreneur. Uh, we'll tell you who's going to get bounced first. Next. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 
I uh, still print my bracket, Bob. I, I don't want to. I did you print one yet? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Did. did you print me one? I, I didn't. Oh, thanks. Really? I could probably make a copy, but I don't know how to use our copy machine. Oh, you just stick it in there and hit the button, and then enter like seventeen codes, and then you know, well, scan yeah, your fingerprint, one? and then uh, your retina, and then it goes. Did they send us a code at some point? Is it buried in an email somewhere? Probably. I didn't read? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, you can, you know, I fill, I'll fill stuff out online. And, and everything, but I, I still need to have like you gotta have I, it. I need the sure. paper. Sure, I, I got last year's bracket somewhere still. I haven't printed it on re, on uh, double used paper, so there you go. I have not printed a, and and really filled out a bracket since before COVID, and I feel better that way. Like I feel like you know you get caught up in your bracket. Obviously, it's a lot of fun, but then you like you start to root like for the wrong teams, and maybe there's an upset that you want to see, but you didn't have them in your bracket, and you're like, oh my god, what do I do? Who do I root for? Just get out that FanDuel app. Make all your bets there. They've got insurance and everything you can do for your parlays on the FanDuel app. It's fantastic. But I still need to see it in writing. I know. I, I get to, you. Yeah. The bracket is still one of those things I'd like to hold in my hand. Yeah. 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 Not quite back in the day. We mentioned earlier, I went and get the USA Today. Get and, the newspaper. And clip and clip the bracket out of there. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you got it. Right. Now they put a nice one up. Uh, so uh, let's go over a few things that are going to happen in this year's men's basketball championships the 2023 edition of that what uh what number one seed will get knocked out first well i think it's houston i I don't care what the committee said about houston and and where they're ranked or where they're seated right now i just don't think they played good enough competition all year long they played in that whatever that league is so i think houston to me is the number one seed that's going to be knocked out first i don't think kansas is going to be knocked out first i don't think the other one seeds are but i do think houston is going to be that team that people get excited about and then you see them why aren't they even in the second weekend of the tournament type Uh, of thing chris reynolds the uh, selection committee chair on why houston got uh, the the midwest and not not kansas well when you look at houston uh combined 15 and 2 in the quad one and two uh, compared to Kansas, 21 and 7 in the quad 1 and 2. And Houston, they were competitive in all their games that they lost, except for today. And we understand today they were out their best player. And so um, for that reason, uh, we kept Houston at number two. Carry the one, and that's why. Right. Because they told you so. I don't know what any of that meant, Houston, but whatever. Houston. Houston, we have a problem. Yep. That one dude like blew out his groin or whatever. Plus, you got Iowa in that bracket. I, as much as I could see Iowa losing, <laughs> losing uh, Thursday night in their opening game against Auburn, why would I? Why would I wobble on this one? Right, they're taking out Houston, and they're coming to Kansas coming to City. Kansas City, and that's the best case scenario for Kansas yeah, City, right? Are. Let's go get so Iowa yes, here. I will take Houston as my first number one seed, getting knocked out as well. By the Hawkeyes of Iowa. The Hawkeyes. They may be really, really cold after their last two games, losing on senior night and then uh, pooping the tournament. Mm-hmm. But that was just got the losses out of their system. They got it out the system. And now yeah. it's time to roll yeah. to Kansas City. So uh, all you Jayhawk fans that purchased your Midwest bracket tickets, mm-hmm. let me know. Right. I'm going to need a few for when the Hawkeyes come to KC. So if you got those extra tickets, let me know. 913-586-7610. I'm probably buying. What team are you rooting against that you don't want to win? Like 63 other teams, but this one can win the tournament. For me, it's Alabama because their fans are gross. It's hard not to root against. And that just feels, that whole thing feels dirty right yeah, now. Yeah, it's just nasty. The fans wearing those shirts that they were wearing at the SEC tournament. Yeah, I mean, bad. my God. Not to mention. Losers. I, I don't like that this guy's playing. I don't either. Yeah. Their best players playing. I don't like the coaches poo-pooed it like it's and no big deal. Oh, well, boys will be boys type stuff. No. Carried a gun to his buddy. Right. Who used it used to, to murder someone. That's right. And then kind of blocked in the whole incident with his car while going to drop off a gun. Right. I don't and, like and then the, the fans thing. are wearing shirts that say killing our way to the SEC championship. And then the, the, the frisk. The whole thing feels Ugh, gross. The whole thing is nasty. So... And then somebody asked, some reporter asked a Bama fan about that, and he got all in his face and yelling and screaming at him. You wore the shirt, sir. Yeah. That, Screw Alabama. That Purdue. I'm rooting against Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. They always look like the land of misfit toys. Who's that? Purdue? Purdue. Yeah, I agree. They got a big, like, eight-footer. 
Oh, like, get the ball to that guy. He just dumps it into the basket. He's gigantic and doesn't jump. It doesn't have to. I saw the last like play the of the big, game yesterday. Him was beautiful. Like he, a beautiful college basketball he's like play. He's the biggest kid, and you're like, he's not under 10. That kid's for sure 13. Correct. Why is he playing in this under 10 tournament? Yeah, that guy's a giant. So, Why not just feed it to him? Purdue. <laughs> right. Uh, what do you want to avoid in the tournament? Jim Nance. Oh. Jim Nance, Just I don't need yeah, I don't need him making it about him and this being his last tournament. And I got a little of that yesterday in the Big Ten. Like I felt like every time something happened, he would go, and this is my last Big Ten tournament. Like I it's not the Jim Nance show, man. It really isn't. He's always kind of made it about him. To me, this is not about Jim Nance. I want to avoid him as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And I saw Kansas has a Brian Anderson call in the games in their first round, so they avoid Jim Nance, but we can't let the tournament be about Jim Nance. I think Nance. I have Nance for Iowa, I think. Yep. Yep. I have the f- No, no. He's going to have a game earlier in the day. What do you want to move on from? Um, real Cinderella's this year. I, I haven't watched enough buckets to really want to see the really, really never heard of them. I feel like for me, there's plenty of, like, name teams that I have never heard of them on. So I just assume see the... Uh, the teams with names advance this year because I, I have enough trouble naming three players on, you know, said number one seed team. I can't name three on Alabama. Right. Three on Houston. Three on Kansas. Mm-hmm. And that big dude for Purdue. That's yeah. It. Other than that. Yeah, I'm with you. I can't I name. I, I'm yeah. not rooting for Cinderella's this year. I don't know. Okay. I don't know why. Best mascot. Um. Wow. Who do you go with? You go I, with the Catamounts? I like the Catamounts of Vermont. I don't think you can go wrong. With the Catamounts. Yeah, that's always good. I did like them, you know, winning their conference tournament in, in their high school gym mm-hmm. at, on the campus of Vermont. They had a really fun, they had a, <laughs> they had a really fun conference tournament final. Right. I They might have paid people to come in there. It didn't Maybe. matter. It looked, looked like a great atmosphere. I don't the know. Catamounts so the Catamounts is definitely a good one. Is up there yeah, for me. The, the Catamounts is definitely a good one. I don't know. There's something partial to me about the Providence Friars. I love a guy with a sword. Hmm. I don't even really know what a friar is, but I know he's got like a sword and a mask, and I'm in on that. The friar does? I think so. Yeah, he, I'll guess he does. He's got like uh, armor, right? Yeah, this one does? yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I kind of like that. Right. I like that. I like guy uh, with sword. Everybody wants a 512 upset. What right? you got for your This is an easy upset. one. Easy one. College of Charleston over San Diego State in wow. the South. Wow. There's some good ones. College though. of Charleston's like 31 and 3, Josh. And I'm sure they were really, really competitive in their three losses, right? Right. right. According to the committee chair, mm-hmm. so I'm sure that's why they were they were there. Another five twelve entry, Dukes in a five twelve game. Right. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people picking Oral Roberts, right? Right. Uh, the other matchup, five twelve, St. Mary's and VCU. Wouldn't be shocked if VCU. A lot of people like upset. VCU in this right. one as well. St. Mary's not well tested over the years, they like to say. But I got to go with Drake Nation. Rise there up. There it is. Drake Rise Nation up. Drake Nation rises to its feet in the Enterprise Center. The longest standing member of the Missouri Valley Conference rightly takes back what is theirs. That's right. They're going to rightly take back what is theirs. That's right. This is a 5-12 matchup with Miami. Mm-hmm. They're knocking out the Hurricanes. It could be Drake and Iowa. <laughs> that would be good. Drake and Iowa could could meet the whole uh, the whole state. Uh, what's your best region and your weakest region? I think the best region for me is the South. I mean, when you got Baylor as a three seed, that's pretty darn spectacular. So I go with the South as being the toughest region. The easiest region is the West. Well, that's good for Kansas. I think, I think so. West. I think so. I think I think the toughest is the South. Alabama, Arizona, Baylor, yeah, uh, Virginia. Never an easy out in that regard. Semo, Mizzou. Creighton. Right. Some good names in that bracket. I like that bracket. I think the easiest one is the uh the the weakest one's the Midwest, because I don't I don't buy I don't buy Houston. And nobody else there really wows me. That's why I'm giving Iowa a chance, because I don't think that bracket's any good. Right. Texas, maybe. Texas might be the best team there. Everybody's loving Penn State as well. Because they played good yesterday and almost beat Purdue yeah, at the end. Yeah, they played well in their conference tournament. Right. They've been not good the rest of the year. The rest so, of the year have not been very good, no. So, anyway, there's our uh, – I don't know if I'd lock in any of those if I were you. There's our I'd probably, preview of the tournament. I'd probably go, I'd probably go uh, on your own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go out on your own in this one if I were you. Just, just, just saying. Uh, we're we're gonna- less than 90 minutes away from legal tampering, Josh. Hmm. 
No, I'm sorry. Oh, my breaking news from the NFL. The Chargers have agreed to terms with quarterback Easton Stick. They did? Yeah, he's back. Wow, why didn't the Chiefs get him? Easton Stick is back. Hmm. Back up to Justin Herbert. Hello to the gentleman on the roof repairing the air conditioner today. Is that what that noise is we got again? A, we got a text. I got any swag I can wear while I'm out here replacing one of the AC units nice. on the roof. Nice. Good morning to you up there. Please don't come crashing through the ceiling today. I'm sure, we got a koozie for you somewhere. I got a deflated football with my autograph. There on you it. go. If you want that, come by the studio. Yeah, we'll give it to okay, you. I'll give it to you later. Yeah, That's fine. That's I like cool. That. Uh, it is time to chat with our Royals insider Josh Vernier, who joins us from Surprise, Arizona. Good morning, Vern. I'm just grateful to be on. I thought Easton Stick and NFL News might bump me to mm. next hour. No, not at all. I, I only wanted to bump you to the next hour because I didn't want you getting up at 630. How? I mean, day game after a night game for you, bro. Like, yeah, this is no big. Doubt. No doubt. No How? doubt. Well, you got to get ready for the season. That's what spring's all about. Right. How is Easton Stick not a baseball player is really, That's a my, great point. Is really That's a, my question. Yeah, after putting up a... Big year last year in AAA. People are expecting big things from Easton State. Yeah, that, really that's big. A, that's a guy that should be in baseball. Can the Royals get that Czech electrician who struck out Otani into the minor league system? they got to be better than some of the cats they got rolling around down there. I agree, but I'm Thank sure you. he's already got enough people surrounding him trying uh, to ink him. Trying to get him to a deal. Uh, this yeah. comes from the text line. Why don't we start here today, Vern? Because okay. I don't know the answer. Bob didn't know the answer. Uh this is from the text line at 913-586-7610. Does Singer have what it takes to lead the Royals to 500 after that dismal performance <laughs> last night? Uh, well, no, he, he doesn't. Uh, he needs a lot of help in the rotation because he was good last year, and how many wins did it equate to? Uh, yeah, yeah not, not, not the most ideal setting or performance last night from Brady Singer. Uh, but but really, Singer's not the goat from that game last night. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. needs to be in there at second base over Jeff McNeil. His error early on really uh, gave the crowd over to Team Mexico, and USA was never able to get it back. So it's not the Royal that uh, uh, played early that cost him the game. It's the Royal that didn't play early that I think ultimately hurt Team USA. Some bad defense early on gave the game to Team Mexico. So let's talk about the atmosphere there, Vern. I talked to Marlins man last night in Miami. He said the upper deck was open for the first time ever oh. in Marlins Stadium. The atmosphere was great there. He sent me a video of outside of the party taking place outside of the stadium. There were standing room only last night in, in Phoenix for the USA-Mexico game. Why was that at 10 o'clock at night on the East Coast and not in a primetime window for everybody to watch? I wonder if it's Fox telling uh, themselves and everyone else we understand where baseball ranks in this country. That, that, that had me somewhat concerned. Uh, also, you have to factor in the uh, you know, Chase Field and, and Major League Baseball had to boot everybody out from the what Great Britain-Canada game earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, get them all out of the stadium, clean the stadium, and then make them pay for another ticket to get back in. It's not a one ticket and enjoy the game or enjoy the day at Chase Field. It's one ticket, one game, and get the hell out of here. But why not flip-flop those games and put the American-Mexico game in prime time so everybody can watch that? Like, I, I didn't understand that, and I talked yeah. to somebody last night. They're like, oh, it's an well, easy it West Fox. Coast. No, it was not. It yeah. was on FS1. Like, yeah. After the selection show ended yesterday, wouldn't it have been perfect to, to bypass Bob Burgers and, and the Simpsons and roll into that game on Big Fox? Like I, I just I, Again, I'm speaking from a, an area of not expertise, but I know if I was trying to grow this sport and I was a television partner and there was nothing else sports-wise on last night, I'd have put America versus Mexico in primetime on Big Fox. Yeah, the moment that CBS Selection Sunday show ends, it should be the beginning of the pregame show for Team USA against Team Mexico, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm worried that Fox said thanks, but no thanks. Let's, let's try to build up Fox Sports One and Two. And I didn't know there was an FS2, but uh, I've been checking it out lately. To your, to your point about that Miami, uh, the, the, the scene with Team Venezuela yesterday and what Salvador Perez, the energy that you're seeing from Salvi, uh, uh, if, if that doesn't make you. Uh, desperately pined for the postseason to return to Kansas City. I, I don't know what will because that Salvador Perez, uh, we haven't seen him in years. And you, and you look at the experience that Nikki and Vinny and Bobby and MJ and, and Brady are getting, these are the biggest games that they've ever played in. They, they've never had real pressure on them since becoming a professional. Opening day is one thing. The Yankees and Dodgers come to town is another Um 
I was talking with Bobby before the game yesterday, and he's he's hoping that this will eliminate his early season slump, which uh, he, he said he fell victim to last year and the year before back in the minor leagues. Uh, he thinks this could be a nice launching pad for him uh, to get started in 2023. Do you feel like the, I guess, intensity of the World Baseball Classic is better than playing or more shows you more signs of being prepared than, say, a, just a normal spring training game? I, I, I don't know about prepared because uh, Brady Singer last night looked like he always looks in his first inning out here in spring training, uh, pulling fastballs, leaving them up in the zone. Uh, that, 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 that's what got him last night. That's also what got him in his first Cactus League outing this season in the first inning. That's also what uh, hurt him last year that ultimately led him to the bullpen on uh, opening day. Uh, but what it does is you're getting the best ABs. Uh, you, you're likely to get until, well, not even opening day, because opening day is going to be 35 degrees, freezing cold. Uh, the the at-bats that, that Vinny, that Nikki, that MJ, that Bobby are getting are you know similar, in my opinion, to uh, August at-bats, especially when you're taking on guys that aren't like a Brady Singer just uh, getting going in their season. When you're taking on you know, someone from uh, Team Japan or Chinese Taipei, uh, guys that have played together for a while like we're seeing with Vinny and Nikki, uh, those ABs, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think Vinny and, and Nikki Lopez have, have ever uh, gotten such a pressurized at-bat in their professional career. So, uh, you know, you, you're hoping that what Vinny's doing, being the face of that Italian team, being the number three hitter, being the leader in the clubhouse, you're hoping that makes his transition to become a leader in this Royals clubhouse, a three-hitter for the Royals moving forward. You're hoping that makes that transition seamless. Uh, Nicky Lopez uh, has been absolutely raking. I, I you know he thinks he's winning the second base job right now, although Michael Massey continues to rake out here, continues to beg the question of uh, will Nicky be the good soldier if he's only playing twice a week? Uh, you know, MJ Melendez, the kind of experience that he's receiving being around manager Yadier Molina, Francisco Lindor, and others, and he's the number three hitter. I think they come away going, man, not only do I belong in the big leagues, but I am a, I'm a star, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm contemporaries. If I'm Bobby Witt Jr., I, I feel like I work just as hard as Mike Trout. My arm's just as strong as Trey Turner. I run just as fast as Mookie Betts. I think this should be a launching pad, especially for those hitters. Vern, I got a text yesterday from my buddy Garrett in, in our group chat of, of us from college, and he said the Royals are 14-2 and two in spring training. This will sure transfer to the regular season, right? To which my friend Paul responded. He said they've already been declared World Series champs in an effort to speed up the game. Your thoughts? I'll take it. Yeah, yeah you in on it. that, right? Uh, the third Cactus League title in the past five years certainly yeah. seems to be uh, coming down the pike. 2019, 2021, and now 2023. Uh, no, no, there, there's there's uh, no correlation, even though you know, the, the Royals have by far the best offense in, in not just Cactus League, but in the Grapefruit League as well. And, and the pitching staff, you know, we, we've I've talked about Brad Keller in the previous few weeks uh, I, I, I don't want to read too much into it, but, man, this Brad Keller that we've seen out here in spring, this is the guy that you would feel comfortable putting as your number three. Uh, the guy that I think many of us thought we were going to see coming out of that 2020 season when Keller took a big step forward. Hunter Dozier hitting line drives all over the place. And then, you know, discuss Nicky Lopez, guys that were... Uh, you know, I, I don't think get the benefit of the doubt from Royals fans right now. Keller, Dozier, Lopez, all three of them have uh, have shown out and have uh, carried themselves as if um, it's not a fluke, right? Uh, Brad Keller looks to be uh, not only on the mound, but, but inside the clubhouse as comfortable, as confident as ever. Uh, Hunter Dozier refuses really to allow anyone to make too much out of his offense because he knows back in Kansas City, people only care about game one of the regular season. So a uh, proper amount yeah. of humility from Hunter Dozier. And then, uh, again, Nicky Lopez looks like the guy that hit 300 a couple of years ago. So Dozier increasing his trade value. Should they trade him before the season starts so they can maximize this? Uh, then? No. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. I, I don't think that his trade value has gone up 
uh, because of what's happened here uh, at Cactus that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, let, let's talk about Great Britain's uniforms. And we are doing our job, Bob. Yeah, really that's we, we got to hype Hunter Dozier up, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, 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 we got to get this high. We got to yeah. start the hype machine. Hunter Dozier, man, can, can we foist him on Dayton? Sure, it's a short walk. Right, uh, Duffy's over there. Kennedy's over that's there. What I'm saying, Coach Aver walking around. No, you over didn't. There. No, you didn't. Yeah, he was sitting in the uh, box with Chris Young. Uh, Dayton Moore That's a few awesome. weeks Is ago. Is Hochaver still trying to play or is no, he? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, okay. no, he's just here because uh, he can go to both clubhouses and be treated like a hero. He's a World Series champion. That right. was perfect in the postseason in one clubhouse, and he's the former uh, you know, friend of Chris Young and yeah. Danny Duffy and the rest in the other. Okay. Uh, as far as the Great Britain Yeah, uniforms, let's talk about Did somebody forget them and they ran to dicks and had like, them made up like that day? Kids would be pissed if they had those. See, know? to me, they look like they're from the teens, like there's something Hodus Wagner would wear. Yeah. Right? Like they just need that big. We're not uh, in that era anymore, though, Vern. Yeah, but they, they, they still look like, I mean, they look like they need that big old collar. Oh, uh, if they had a collar on them, right? then I'd be totally on board. Yeah, yes. Th- that's what yes. they look like. Yes, we need the collar. Like on an old board. Ty Cobb jersey. So they're throw, they're wearing throwbacks. We just didn't know it. I think it's the last time baseball mattered in Great Britain. I think they're the same jerseys that they probably wore in like the Olympics back in Berlin in the thirties. Did they win that year or something? Is this a apparently, throwback, an homage apparently. to when they were champs? I, I don't know. I, I I know for as much as we want to claim Abner Doubleday invented the game, it really was a. Uh, uh, it really is an English sport that we've just slightly changed. So, so maybe it, it, it dates back even further than I'm. Uh, so, like Naismith stealing basketball from Lambert Will, Abner Doubleday stole baseball from the Brits. And Abner Doubleday might not even have. Uh, was been he at a the real Abner, though? I mean, when you think about it, was he truly a real Abner? That's a good question, Thank and you. I don't think we have enough time to get we into it. We probably don't. I understand the Royals are doing a much better job of striking dudes out than they have in the past. I know there's been an emphasis on that. Have you noticed that that's kind of been something that they're doing you know, better than before? No. The only thing that's really standing out to me are the at-bats. Again, I'm, I'm trying not to make too much of the uh, you know, the, the final outcome and the, the numbers that they're putting up. Uh, but what Alex Zumwalt preaches, uh, being selfish with your at-bats, locking in on a certain only attacking when the pitcher comes into your zone, man, everyone seems to have bought in, uh, even the vets. You know, Salvador Perez was a, a, a slow um, follower of Alex Zumwalt, of, of course, because of his you know affinity for Pedro and, and Terry Bradshaw, but you're even seeing the... Uh, effects of that as Salvi goes four for four yesterday. Now the the strikeouts, um, who are they facing? Uh, you know, a, a lot of the the big name relievers are going in there against you know the backups on Great Britain and just carving them up. So no, the the one thing that I read into right now is uh, the the pitchers that you're going to rely on, uh, Keller, Bubich, Granke. Uh, none of them are afraid to throw the pitches that they've worked on all off season. You're seeing strong line drives spraying to all fields from big hitters um, and, a, and a great approach at the plate. But as far as the strikeouts, I, I think that's uh, that's spring training lion to you a little mm, bit. Mm. I was hoping you'd go, no, no, yeah, yeah, the strikeouts are actually pretty I saw Ned yesterday. You did? Yeah, what's or it, two days ago. What's he doing? Uh, just being a world champion, taking golf carts wherever he wants, oh, uh, so he's back and forth between the Brewers camp and the Royals camp because his kid's a coach over there. Oh, so he's just kind of hanging out and enjoying he's life. Being Ned, he's being yeah. Ned. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, being Ned, um, you know, just still has that aura about him that um, not not too many, just in, as comfortable in their skin. And as confident in everything that they say as anyone I've ever been around. Yeah, I agree with that. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good spot to, it's a good spot it's to a be. It's a good spot to be in. Riding <laughs> golf carts at spring training, man, means you've you've done some stuff in your career. And he, he, he continues to uh, reiterate a point he made to you guys about talent. I, 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 I love how honest he is. And I'm asking him about uh, clubhouse cohesion and, you know, uh, you know this team USA and, and, and if uh, it's going to be any sort of a launching pad for Bobby Witt, blah, blah, blah. And 
talking about uh, you know that 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 championship team and how tight they were and the importance of uh, camaraderie and all that. He goes, man, to hell with all that. It's about talent. <laughs> Do you think I became a better coach in fourteen and fifteen? No, I just had players that could win baseball games. I love when Ned just bottom lines it rather than what he did in the time, which was you know make up all the excuses, tell you that everything's going to be fine, even though we saw no. Uh, evidence of it out there on the field. Now, removed almost a decade, he can go, yeah, it, it, I'm not doing anything. It comes down to the guys on the field, which begs the question, does this team this season have enough talent? We know they got the big four in the middle of the lineup. We're all very confident in Singer and Granke. To me, the three keys to this season, my X, Y, and Z, if these guys can meet or exceed expectations, the Royals can compete in August and September. Prado, Drew Waters, Daniel Lynch. If those three click this season, I think August could be fun. Vern, thanks for a few minutes this morning. Thank you. Uh, you can check out all things Vern in the podcast section, 16sports.com yeah. on the 435 Podcast Network. Click on that. You'll click on all things Vern. You'll catch all of his appearances on all the different shows, all of his exclusive interviews from uh, Arizona, the hot stove, and much, much more. All things Vern, appropriately named, easy to find. Uh, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it for uh, free. Yeah, the Great Britain jerseys still just make me laugh. Like, it harkens back to, the to like, our day when you had a, a team that had uniforms and you just wore, they, like, they provided you uniforms, you wore them. Sure. And they put them back in a box. And then they put them away and then, put them away, yeah, and then the they next got year them back you, yeah, out right. as opposed to nowadays where you have to buy uniforms for every season. Oh, God, yes. And if they, if they don't have a new uniform, you're, you're, you're toast, right? Right, right. Like, Those were like somebody forgotten. They, I'm, I'm not kidding. Somebody forgot to make the uniforms. They ran down to Dick's and just made something. They got something. the last. Like, so did you order uniforms? I didn't I order didn't uniforms. Order. Oh, we need uniforms. We're I thought we were. Baseball you know. Classic this year. Did you guys remember? Oh. No, I totally forgot about it. We have a, oh, we have a team. They need uniforms. Oh, crap. Here's what we can come up with. Yeah. They we were pretty bad. Great Britain on the front. Pretty bad. Uh, one-handed catches are cool, but not $20 million cool. No. <laughs> we'll get to that next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.